3: hello welcome back to Bretton cliff's flea circus my name is clive
1: and my name is brett yes yes just me this oh, week cool. again
3: we were it like was... hauling oats there
1: which one are you
3: hall obviously
1: are you? Why? Any particular reason? Is he your favourite? I take it he
3: is. He's my favourite, but your dad used to look like Oates, so he he did, did taken that, and my middle name is named after Daryl Hall, so...
1: Oh, well, there you go.
3: Paul, I didn't know that. Paul Hall Clifford. <laughs> Paul Hall Clifford.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, where is, uh, I'm Brett <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oates Davidson. Oates. <laughs> 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 Should name like if I have another child, That's I would name them oats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, uh, I was watching something on, on YouTube, it was like a clip of a brass eye, that paedophile one. Okay, and they had, uh, they had uh, a politician talking nonsense, obviously. And he had like a picture of two people and it was hauling oats, and he was saying that they were paedophiles. <laughs> 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 That's meant uh, Trust politicians not to know who where Hall and notes are eh?
3: not not to know who notes are because they're good and i'm glad they don't yeah. know who they are but also yeah. not to put any thought or research <laughs> or do you care yeah. and attention into anything that i'm talking about this sounds like uh-huh. it'll do it'll look good for me so i'll exactly do <laughs> that's
1: that's the whole plan isn't it that's yeah. how we get to them isn't it yeah it'll be good for you uh, even Gary Lineker was in that one, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, Lineker was in that. Um, my favourite mm-hmm. bit is just it's going, I'm talking nonsense. It's Phil nonsense, Collins, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Phil Collins,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking nonsense. Oh, so <laughs> That's
1: brilliant. <laughs> it, is, it is excellent.
3: What else? Been watching Out Else? What's that? Been watching Out Else?
1: Uh, no, just that uh, Adam Curtis... Documentary that took us ages to watch, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. I should watch it, it, but
3: it's like sitting down to that. Yeah, know, you know it, I mean.
1: it, it is a slog, like. <laughs> but I like his, I like his stuff. There's a a bit with John Lennon, in, which is good. Is it? I'll, okay. I'll leave that. I'll leave that for you to watch because uh, I, I I was going to do an Adam Curtis uh, quiz, um, for later on. So my a little bit later, but that was good. No, not today, not a
3: day I, would later. Say, I, I might as well say now I'd know nothing, so it will be terrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be, just be things that you could guess out of. It'll not be, you know.
3: Well, let's see. What have uh-huh. I been watching? Um, just Sesame Street clips over and over and over and over and over.
1: Does Pearl love the Sesame Streets?
3: No, just me, really. She's got no idea. with her. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll tell a bit of a white lie there because she doesn't, love sesame street she likes mm-hmm. she loves elmo um and yeah as soon as anything else happens on the screen uh-huh. she throws the tablet across the other side of the room <laughs> <she>? in disgust <laughs> you know like i remember watching it when i was a kid mm-hmm. and you know like the obviously oscar the grouch and the cookie monster and all those guys everyone apart from big bird essentially is great yeah um, <laughs> and then obviously they have the clips with the like the kids playing in the playground and you know doing the actual yeah. learning stuff and i remember All thinking right. fucking hell man just get the puppets back on i just want to see these <laughs> these like <laughs> these ghetto kids like i'm not bothered yeah. i'm not bothered like as a kid i was just like why do yeah. i want to watch these kids like i, I want to watch Cookie monster, or uh-huh. whatever, and Pearl has adopted that from a very, very young age. It's mad. That's good. Now I she mean, loves I- it. I, do, I don't know how I even stumbled across it. Like, basically, yeah. she's been just summoned to Occupy or whatever. I must have won more yeah. and just gone, Oh, I wonder what she thinks about that. And I put mm-hmm. like an elbow thing on, and she, for the, like I've said before, she never stops moving. She's always yeah. moving. And now she's always like babbling, like, I'm, mm-hmm. she'll be talking before long. So it's, like, just constant energy and movement and all this stuff, just totally constant. So one morning she woke up and I thought, oh, I wonder, like, I was knackered, basically. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I wonder if I put something on, on my phone, whether she'll, like, she'll watch it. And for 20 minutes, she just lay with her head on my chest watching uh-huh. this stuff. And I was like, This is absolutely magic. Like, this is the <laughs> only time she yes. ever stood still. And I know people mm-hmm. are like, Oh, you shouldn't give your kids fucking screen Of course, that, you should. Bollocks. You think actual parents say that?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> they get a bit of a break. I mean, that, that's what CBeebies is for, isn't and it? What,
3: like, but also, like, they go to school and they're using tablets and uh-huh. iPads and yep. they'll have a phone and it's mm-hmm. necessary for them to have a phone because you need to keep in touch with them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like the, if you don't have the, one in your house, what difference is it going to
1: make? The world is just, you know, it's, it's focused on that. Everything's tablets and stuff with computers. Now you kind of keep them away from it. It's, it's impossible. Anyway, And it's funny. You should say that anyway, because they, Lennon, when he was young, he loved Elmo as well. And we used to have uh, a, a doll. It was called Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, I've
3: been trying to get it. But, uh, have you? I'll have to, like, get it imported or something like that. She might have gone off yeah. it by the time it gets here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. But Sesame Street was always a strange one as a kid. I, I only remember watching it when you were, like, ill.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was lunchtime. Right? it was on later. It was I mean, on, what, why? I'm sure it was on at, like, <laughs> lunchtime on Channel 4. And I remember uh-huh. being off and being at my nana's house. She must have been looking after us or something. Mm-hmm. And it being on and thinking, "Oh yes, I get to watch Sesame Street." Like, yeah. like a silly time to put a kids' TV show on. I know. It's
2: but anyway, so she absolutely
3: crazy. loves Elmo, so she likes the ones. She likes the songs. I've told you mm-hmm. she loves music, so when the songs on, she loves it. Um yeah. But his little mate Abby comes on, fucking. Oh furious absolutely furious <laughs> <laughs> like literally any anybody else on the screen other than elmo and she's just fucking she's like biting the tablet <laughs> throwing it <laughs> she really just, she hates everyone it's else she's an armchair critic at this is, very early so anyway, stage seems <laughs> like she's a little bit worrying maybe no she's uh <laughs> but she likes that and she likes baby shark which I know well, that's the thing right you know what? Not oh,
1: Baby Shock.
3: I think it's an all right song. I, I don't it mind it. I don't mind it.
1: The only time I've ever really heard it, I've, I can't say I've sat and listened to it, it's just the kids at the school singing it. Yeah. It would, well, I mean, like
3: Lennon's too long. The that, kids right?
1: would just constantly sing it. <laughs> has anything been happening on the Twitter? I
3: haven't, I, I, I haven't so really had it? a chance to keep up on it, really. We've had lots of nah. members and stuff, and lots of people following us and retweeting and all that, but I haven't really had a chance to. Oh, yeah, I have.
1: I've got one for you because you always like this to tell you when uh, an ex-footballer follows you. Yes. Or us. Yes. Um, so we've been followed by uh, an ex-footballer by the name of Terry Eccles. <laughs>
3: That's a lovely name. It sounds it a lovely name. It sounds like he's a footballer from the fictional Weatherfield County on Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think it was, it's like before time. Um I think he, he played for Blackburn, Huddersfield, York in like the sixties, seventies and stuff. So did he? Yeah, what? but that's a he good doing on one, Twitter? Yeah. I know why. <laughs> it's nice that um, Mr. Eccles has followed. Have so it. That's I good. think we've
3: also now been followed by Alex Law, who is the actor who plays Clinton Baptiste and the other characters. Mm. So all the characters followed us, which I presume is him, and now now the man himself has started following us. So that's, oh,
1: nice. well, that's good. Yep, yeah, it's it good. good. And we've discovered that space raiders are the, the best 10 pence. Yeah, crisps. but
3: only because you forgot to include transformer snack.
1: <laughs> have you even ate them before?
3: Of course, I've always seen them, like them in like tomato flavour, I think.
1: Are they? Oh, well, I'm, I'm a big fan of tomato Christmas. They, got, they don't know.
3: transform, but just so you know. Can you have them at Christmas? <laughs> it would make any Christmas all the better. <laughs>
1: Tomorrow Christmas, yeah, that, that would be a good one. So yeah. yeah, they're the best crisps. And you, you sent me a message about Michael Owen's jeans. Yes, have you? Seen I didn't them? have a, I didn't have a
3: clue what you were talking. Have you looked about, at so... them since? No, I haven't had a chance. Okay. No. Well, I'll send you a picture right now of Michael uh-huh. Owen's jeans. Um, so Michael Owen has teamed up uh, with a Thai jeans brand that. I can only presume that it's pronounced McJeans. Uh. <laughs>
1: now, uh, I do
3: have a question.
1: Are they as good as Nobby's? Uh, we're going to mention Nobby again. Are, are they as good as his orange jeans that he was lambasted uh, for wearing one time when we
3: went out? He's, uh, those orange jeans, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he only wore them once. I think he uh, sent them back in the catalogue after that.
3: <laughs> yeah, you probably like scuffed them as well.
1: I did. Eh? I. we straight
3: spare of a
1: couple of them, uh, them pair. What's the worst pair of jeans you've you've ever worn? Oh. Can you get bad jeans? I've, I've never had coloured jeans. I've had white jeans. When was I was dressed as Jesus, I think
3: that's that's bad, I would say. When,
1: but I was dressed as Jesus on a holiday, though. Well, so that's, that can't be too
3: bad. I'm character. sure you used to wear them outside of that.
1: No, I didn't. That's the only time I've ever worn them. Tried, uh, I think I've still got
3: them. Try to attach a picture here so you can see what you wear. Have I ever had colored jeans? I think I've had green jeans. Green jeans? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I think I does had it, ones.
1: Does Shaggy off the uh, Scooby? No, he has a green t shirt, doesn't he? Purple and jeans, I think
3: brown. he has, doesn't he? No, he has
1: he has a green t-shirt and, and brown jeans. Brown
3: are they? Okay. Uh huh. I think. Brown. All... picture on? I just want to put the picture on here, so you can see it. It's a disaster. This anyway, Michael this... Owen has teamed up with. I can't do it, Brett.
1: Don't worry. Just describe the jeans.
3: Well, there's nothing particularly wrong with the jeans themselves. I'm sure. Isn't I'm sure that... they're absolutely fine. Apart looking from for a
1: fact, sponsorship from these this gene company now. I've sent That's you a like, link
3: to a Sun story, so I apologize to everyone who hates a Sun, but uh do good headlines do something. Um so it's this Thai company called McGeans, and um they're like person he's it's just this picture of him being how old is he? He's older than us, right? So he must be like forty one, something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah, he's older than us. do he just do, I think. Um and they're like monograms. So he's got 10 on the back and MC on the pocket with the, uh, and it's also got written on legend on legend on the back. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just got this double denim thing on. It's just, I don't understand, Michael Owen, like why this has happened. Like the jeans company will get nothing out of Michael Owen wearing the wearing those jeans. He's not famous or cool enough to have any impact on their sales. Or brand awareness, and you, and all you know
1: this—you know this double denim business because he's yeah. in double denim in the picture. Yeah, that was that was high fashion. I mean, you were teenagers, wasn't Nothing it?
3: Wrong with it? I'll, I'll stand by. I it. don't
1: think. I, yeah, I'll stand by it as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Love a bit of double denim. No, I, mean, I mean, I'm all right. George, George Harrison was in double
3: denim. George Harrison <laughs> is always in double denim. And I love that. <laughs> But yeah, just, he's just been mocked, doesn't he? Like Michael Owen just constantly yeah. trying to be cool. Like, yeah. just give it up. You're, you're 40, man. Just live your life.
1: <laughs> what do you think of uh, Michael Owen's punditry skills?
3: Uh, I think he's one of the worst that exists in the world. Him and
1: Genus, Jermaine Genus, are Genius, the worst, I oh, think.
3: Hell. Yeah, he's terrible, isn't he? You know he's what it old. is, right? Andy Townsend was terrible before. I mean, he's been doing it for mm-hmm. 20 years, so you, he should be better at it now than he was before. But he's actually all right now, I think.
2: Yeah, but, I didn't
3: mind him. But is he all right, or is he just next to people like Owen and and Genius, <laughs> who are terrible? I think he's all right now. He used to get a lot of stick, didn't he, for the tactics truck?
1: Yeah. I mean, what, what we've been doing, or what we're going to be doing, is sort of, we've been watching a lot of, football and the documentary that we're going to talk about this this clips of obviously old football and stuff like that and one of the clips is a, a brilliant absolutely fantastic but a commentary where the commentator actually predicts what's going to happen before okay. it even happens okay and they don't they don't do that anymore the, the commentators are rubbish these days i think we need John Watson back.
3: I think John Watson and the twilight of his career was so bad. He was like he, he sounded senile, like like.
1: I like John Watson. It was Brian Moore who do the who was doing the commentary on the it is in game this documentary. It is in the documentary. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. let's see
3: what it is. I've just invited Danny to join us, so we've got a guest coming on again. Um. Mm-hmm. Just gives us a bit of a break, doesn't it? Um, it does so, let somebody else gas. Uh, Danny Murray, Burnley. Danny now mm-hmm. lives in Prague. He is a football coach himself. Me and yeah. Danny used to be in a band together ages ago when we were like twenty-two or something like that. Very good guitarist. Um, yeah, we used to be thick as steves, and then I haven't seen. I was him.
1: unaware of his guitar skills.
3: Yes, very good. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him for a long time uh and he's about to join us and when he joins us we're going to be talking about uh well what's it called do i not like that
1: (laughs) it's got two names Uh, originally it was called the impossible job Mm -hmm. but after it was it was aids i think it was on channel four because i remember watching it as a kid and uh, it's since been changed to Do I Not Like That.
3: Okay. Well, here's the man himself, Danny. Hello. Hello, Hello,
4: mate. You right. Good to see you both. Very uh, professional with the microphone and the view in the background. It's like, you know, studio. <laughs> yeah. That's not like, me, though.
3: That's like, I'm going to turn into a cat in a minute. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a picture of a nice place. <laughs> I'm actually in a car park. But well, nice to see you, Danny.
2: <laughs> nice to see you too. Yes, nice to see you. Uh-huh.
3: Cheers. No what butter. have you got there? Uh, we just said you're in Prague, so tell us what you're drinking.
4: We have a, a Czech favourite, Kozel. Oh, nice. It's a uh, mm. goat, if you if you prefer. In English. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> Is that what it means? Yeah. How much goat. does that cost, Danny?
4: Oof, too much, maybe. much? Too much. 30
3: pence. <laughs> this, this, this can of Filipino San Miguel probably cost me four pounds. <laughs> that's wow. a disgrace, isn't it? No, well, how, that's much, I, I a disgrace. how much would it be? <laughs> no, about oh, one, no, about 120 a cost. is it costs. Right.
2: That's not too that's bad. Not so
3: bad, is it?
1: <laughs> no. Prefer the 30 so pence
4: the, cancel. This Definitely. is the famous Brett Brett setup. Can't see a thing. You can see a <laughs> yeah. face, so that's not so bad.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I <laughs> need to say, Danny.
4: <laughs> you probably should be wearing that stocking. Well, you know what? If in... I,
1: yeah, I, I was going to put it on, Danny, but I forgot all about it. I should have done that, shouldn't I? That would have been nice for you. <laughs> so, yeah, what we're going to talk about today, this mental crazy documentary um, called The Impossible Job, or oh, Do I Not Like That? Um, which was, like I say, on, on Channel 4, and I watched it when it first came out, but I don't think used two lads did, did you? So uh, is this the first time that you've seen this, Danny?
4: I did see it, actually, last, within the last couple of years, like just random uh-huh. scrolling through football documentaries. But I, mean, yeah. I remember when you said you were going to do it. So, yeah, it's mm. definitely a good documentary. Oh, that's
3: I, a good one. I hadn't seen it. I think we've said before on here, like I wasn't really into football until I was about 13, 14. And uh, this came out when I was 13, but mm-hmm. I don't know, like I didn't I didn't see it. And also I hadn't seen any of the games. So it's about Graham Taylor's, uh, the end of his reign as England manager, or in fact, probably all of it. So he took over after Bobby Robson, didn't he? Uh, yeah. After 1990 World Cup, Um, we were shit in the 1992 European Championships, apparently. I Mm -hmm. haven't seen it. Terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then um, we were trying to qualify for the USA 94 World Cup, which you would Mm -hmm. have thought was a foregone conclusion. And this was probably the first fly on the wall, like, well, certainly for an England manager to have a fly on the wall documentary done while they're trying to qualify. And I think a little bit like that Sunderland documentary that everybody watches on Netflix, Sunderland Till I Die, the idea was like Sunderland were going to get promoted after they got relegated from the Premier League. Yeah. No. It didn't quite happen like that and I think this was going to be let's follow England and see mm-hmm. what it's like qualifying for a World Cup. And, yeah. Uh, it certainly uh, didn't go to plan, did it?
1: I think I think no. that, was, <laughs> that was the plan, wasn't it? That was definitely the plan. We're just going to qualify, especially if you look at the group that way I mean, Holland were decent. I mean, they had a pretty good side at the time, didn't they? But Norway. Do you know what I mean? Norway, yeah. Turkey, San Marino, Poland. We should qualify from this group. Yeah, Poland. I as think well, that's I like, like
4: most competitions, right? It's like most competitions England go into. You look at the group and you think, oh, a piece of piss, it's easy. And it's. Yeah. I think that's a bit. It's far too arrogant, really, to it is. assume that it's going to be so easy. And it's not going yeah. to be that easy when you've got uh, Colton Palmer in your midfield. <laughs> <laughs> Colton Palmer, yeah.
1: I mean, we should have qualified, though. That's that's the thing, shouldn't we? If you look back at those teams and stuff like that, we should have done. you have I mean, I, so, I remember.
3: Lots of things went against it. Like, like I say, I didn't watch any of these games, but I remember... Yeah. Whether I remember it or whether I just know it because it's famous, the, mm-hmm. the Ronald Koeman free kick and the commentary around that, which is what yeah. you were mentioning before, Brett. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's superb commentary, a superb yeah. free kick, but by all accounts, he shouldn't have been on the pitch. Um, so- <laughs> and
1: and there was it, you know, it was a retake as well. Yeah, of yeah. you know, but encroaching, and the same thing happened at the the sort of incident. When, when Platt was through and Ronald uh, Koeman sort of dragged him down, he should have yeah. been sent off. Yeah. And we then had a free kick, which Tony de Rego, the great Tony de Rigo took. What a haircut. <laughs> An absolute
2: quality haircut. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: there's some, when you look back, there's some very strange players in the squad though, isn't there? Well, this is Some very thing, odd yeah.
3: ones. Like, I, should we really have qualified? If you look in theory, yes. But the squad. Yeah whether it's due to bad injuries and and suspensions and bad luck, mm-hmm. the squad has got about six great players in, and the rest, if they're the best that you can get, fucking hell. no wonder we didn't qualify or is it or is it selection? I mean this is the thing that this is what yeah. obviously was Taylor's undoing as you go through the documentary, but so at the time it came out now I remember a big furore around it because it basically made Graham Taylor an absolute laughing stock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was already like public enemy number one because we didn't get into the World Cup.
1: Yeah. I mean, The other thing is that we had a disastrous Euros. Because I remember all of it. I was after um, the World Cup in 1990. I think that was the first one sort of competition that I can really remember. And I loved it. So I watched every single England game sort of up, up until this point. So I remember everything, um, and I remember watching when the Euros and were absolutely crap. He got he got lambasted for taking Lineker off, I think.
2: Yeah,
3: I remember um, that.
1: Yeah. And he brought on Alan Smith. So I, I watched all of those games, and I watched this documentary at the time. And I was a big one for you know getting him out because I thought it was awful. Did you did you watch all those games and stuff, Danny?
4: I I think. I do remember 1990. I remember watching a Cameroon game in parents' bedroom. And then, unfortunately, in the semi-final, I had to sneak downstairs and, like, sit on the bottom step. I should have been in bed, (laughs) and my dad was like, wouldn't let me watch it. I was, like, watching through the glass of the door. Yeah. Uh um, But 1992, I don't remember it as much. Uh But I do for sure remember a few of these games, and in particular the second uh, Holland or Netherlands game. Yeah, uh-huh. I watched that at my grandma's and I was allowed to stay up again watching. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember kuman shocking, mm-hmm. should have been sent yeah. off, and yeah, and yeah, it was I- very disjointed. Like the team, like you said, you had six or seven good players, and then random. You know, I think it's yeah. more of a transitional team going into yeah. like probably future tournaments. Like Alan Shearer just came in, and uh-huh. you know. A lot, of, a lot of the,
1: a lot of the players as well from that 1990 squad, the likes of Waddle and and Biedze. I don't understand why Beardsley's not involved in the squad because he was well, still playing for. Newcastle still and the Newcastle, wasn't he was things Newcastle, wasn't he? He was great. I saw the little shimmy like yeah. and <laughs> yeah. There must there must have been some kind of fallout or something with Beardsley because he's he's not in at all, is he? But I mean the likes of Linic had retired and stuff after the Euros and Butcher. People like that But I don't think Those guys should
3: have Right The Butcher We don't need those At that point They would have been too old I think I think Des
4: Walker For definite Should have retired At that (laughs) point Because there's some shocking Shocking passes (laughs) He would have been
3: Peak in theory And you know Everybody thought Des Walker Was a really This calm Like cultured Really pacey Centre half I remember that yeah Um, Uh But it's It's the same as this documentary goes on and in England aren't doing very well, mm-hmm. same things crop up is Carlton Palmer's playing. And you're not really, most of the time, you're not watching the action on the pitch. You're watching the guys on the touchline. Taylor, Taylor and yeah. his backroom staff. We'll talk about uh-huh. them as well. But <laughs> if you just listen to all the times, Carlton fucking L Carlton, Carlton, yeah. where's Carlton there? Why do you keep picking him?
2: <laughs> like, yeah, like he's every all over game the shop, isn't he? He's just
4: he's just going where he wants. I think he scores, I forgot who he scores yeah, he against. Like, what? He's like San that. Marino, I think. It's like eh? Yeah. And even against Holland second game, he's playing him right wing.
2: Yeah,
4: that's I... terrible. What are you doing? Don't play him. Just bench him.
1: Okay. But that's that's the, the thing I got from watching it. Is it I mean, initially, when I watched it as a kid, I I, I couldn't stand Grave Taylor because we didn't qualify and I was devastated. But watching it back, I feel sorry for
3: him. I feel sorry for him.
1: Absolutely. I I think I feel sorry. I mean, these quite possibly could have been the decisions that he made, but the people that he's got sitting on the bench with him, Phil Neal
4: and Laurie McLeary,
2: McLeary, are are just awful. I wanted to
4: say this. This is quality though. When they, I think it's the Poland game, and they're sat, and it's weird. It's like a sketch show. They're yeah. like sat on the bench, yeah. and you can you can like hear the hear the fans, but it's yeah. just weird. They're sat like at a bus stop or something. Yeah, like, <laughs>
3: it's yeah. so yeah. weird. They're not even he's in like a, they're in their tracksuit. Sorry, but whenever he's in, in a suit and like yeah. he's yeah, this like, big England old man <laughs> um,
2: with, he, with the he England badge, and, and done it. <laughs>
3: He doesn't look like he's come from the club, <laughs> or he's going to the club after. But um, yeah. I think one thing that stuck out with me when it it, it um kind of starts and it says these backroom staff who he inherited and have been there, it that's weird, isn't it? That these guys were just England's coaches and he, yeah, he had no say in it. it like is, that wouldn't happen now. Yeah, that,
4: it, it's weird, isn't it? It's like between mm-hmm. club level because then, the everybody hopeless- you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everybody the, the social- you know is around you, you can't yeah. really pick your your kind of backroom team. And yeah, I think it's like for, to persuade people eventually, mm-hmm. like to take his own staff. And but yeah, it's yeah. very alien, I guess. If you're only playing like random 10 games and then your club, you're playing 50, 60 games, then
2: yeah, it's
3: like, yeah, it's, it's weird. I think, like, a, but it still lingers on today, I think, a bit with the FA and the way the FA. Manage things like AD Boothroyd as under 21's coach, etc. And you know, all of these guys who are the England women's coach and the under 21's, under 17's, in under 19's coaches and stuff. Why -hmm. is AD Boothroyd in that job? Like he he failed as a manager at every level of the game, But but he's responsible for bringing through the Youth of England who are infinitely more talented than he ever was work with managers like Mourinho, Tuchel, whoever you know. Like the standard that they must get in their clubs, and mm-hmm. then come into the England setup is insane. And and mm-hmm. the difference what? between that and working with those guys must be mad.
1: The, the thing is, there's a fascinating bit where uh, Graham Taylor's under massive pressure and he, he he has no support from anybody. He has no yeah. support from his, his backroom staff. And yeah. then he goes into an FA meeting yeah. and he, he's speaking to them all. And he wants to talk about the game and how things are going. Absolutely and obviously absolutely brutal, going well. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. And it, the first thing that one of them brings up is, well... Mr. Gascoigne's behaviour on the pitch isn't what we expect, is it? I mean, that's, that's what they're bothered about, isn't it? The, yeah. the way that they appear at the outside world. It's not
3: world. the 1930s, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> and there's there's a guy, I can't remember his name, but he, he's head of culture, and obviously this is your like area. Charles
3: or something, isn't it? Danny.
1: And and it, um, I can't remember his name now, but uh, he, he, stayed, he says, well, I've been here for 30 years. Yeah. You know, I'm coming to me 30 years. Uh, at the, at the end of this year, I mean, 30 years he's been doing that job for 30 years. How how can anything move on and, and
4: grow? And also, he's been
3: doing it for 30 years. Stale, right?
4: If you've been there 30 years, it's very stale and kind of stayed, and everybody wants yeah. to like how, think how mad
3: this is 30 years is 1962 to 1992. Uh-huh. Like, I know, imagine the difference Mental. between what was happening in 1962 to then. That. That's it's crazy. Like even uh-huh. just in society and like trends and fashion and music and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is crazy. But in football, the difference is insane in that in 30 years. Like of course the, it is. how how is he still there? It's it's still the same like old you know, I just remember, you know, Burt Miller chip cropping up to do the FA Cup. He's <laughs> think, Who are these old guys? Like, of course, but they're it's still hopeless insane. now. They're still hopeless mm-hmm. now, like the people in charge of shit. Like it doesn't, it yeah. never gets any better. It's an outdated old fuckers, like old boys club, isn't it really? That's exactly, exactly what it
1: is. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to yeah, ask you about, Danny, is there's a lot of Graham Taylor on the training field and stuff like that, isn't it? But mm-hmm. the th- the thing is, there's a bit where um, they're out at Wembley and they're just crossing balls in. But there's no there's no defenders there at all. <laughs> they're just they're just crossing them. Did you see that? I mean, if you yeah, if if you've got these international players, you want them to be competitive, don't you? You, you want them just you know heading free crosses in or
4: whatever. Well, what did you the think? about going the to be challenging, right? Well, the yeah. training is going to be challenging. Like it doesn't matter uh, what age you are, whether you're a kid or even our age. But yeah, um, yeah, it's like they're not doing enough. They're clearly not. He's clearly yeah. not doing enough. He's like Definitely. got the words. He's got you know a bit of the banter and the, you know try and back it up, but yeah, it's very, it's very staid, again. It's very, mm-hmm. it's not challenging.
3: I thought it was weird. Yeah. I thought that bit was weird because, I mean, in theory, that winger should be able to cross the ball in for a striker. <laughs> Every single time without any, and but he keeps going. Just put it in. They'll get. They'll get there. They'll get there. Like they don't. He doesn't even demand it to be accurate. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> I know it is.
4: It but he's is like, absolutely. he's like praising them. all. good lad. Good lad. Yeah. Like they just smashed it an empty net or whatever. And you're like,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. insane. I mean, the other thing is that his tactics that he keeps going on about. I mean, he's constantly talking about free kicks and corners. Yeah. We've got the best.
3: The restart.
2: We've, yeah,
1: we've got the best <laughs> midfielder in in Paul Gascoigne in the world at that time. He, I know he he he's had a couple of injuries and stuff, but uh, still, he, he was fantastic. Gaza, and he must have just been watching long balls going over his
4: head <laughs> constantly. Well, he? it's like English football for decades, isn't it? Like yeah, up until now, maybe. Uh-huh. Not Burnley. Sorry. We play the long ball. Uh, <laughs> You're <laughs> still uh, doing it, Danny. You know, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but, but yeah, Gaza especially, you know, he, he had a tough time. Then he moved to Lazio, and I guess, I don't know, his head's all over the shop as that well. It was, so. uh,
3: it was quite yeah. difficult that Gaza stuff. And especially knowing what you know about him now. And we've talked about Gaza quite a lot on the podcast and, uh, i you know, I, I have mixed feelings about him and views on him. I think he's the best English midfielder we've had. I think I think he's yeah. the most talented player England we've ever had in midfield for sure. But mm-hmm. it's tough and, and they're saying, Well, he's gone abroad, hasn't he? So he's gone abroad. He's probably not <laughs> the best for of mine. And they're like they're like doing him down because he's uh-huh. just
2: because he's, he's gone abroad. They're not really giving
3: I mean, him they- a chance, but it's weird that. Obviously he's not playing very well, and it, but he's the best player in the world, best player for England for sure. So Taylor is desperate; he can't drop him because even five minutes of magic in a game, he's going to turn the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can't drop him, but he's really not playing very well. And Taylor's d- desperate to have him in there. He can't. I mean, what was what what was the alternative if Carlton Palmer's also Gazan Palmer in midfield? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I know they're having about, that by having that way. jokey bit when they're it's having that little banter between them, which was really weird. shocking. Again, it's especially... Considering, it's really
4: weird and terrible.
3: It's terrible, <laughs> especially considering how much Gaza cries about not playing football like subsequently, you know what I mean? And they're doing this pretend bit between Carlton Palmer as the manager going, you're not playing because you're fat and you're injured and you, uh, and, you, and you don't even know what you're doing. You're all over the place and he's like, Pretending to cry, going, "Come on, Gaffa, just give us another game." You're like, he yeah. probably, I think Gaza was taking that seriously because he was one of those things.
2: <laughs> probably, he's trying to
3: laugh it
4: off, right? Yeah. There's another bit in it where he comes off the pitch and they like give him a can. Like, what would
2: they drink?
4: Yeah. They wanted to know it's really weird. Like, is it Lucas' dead sport? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Like, what is? What are they drinking? Just have a can. is like. <laughs> you know, I,
1: mean, they're all drinking that stuff, whatever it is. I've got no idea what it is, but it can't be good for them. And they're constantly drinking it on. Yeah, <laughs> it
4: must it's be can, It's finally. probably fizzy,
1: right? So, yeah. do you want some water? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's none of that, is there? There's none of that. I, I mean, think it shows, That's why it I think it's difficult. How it shows how amateur they are as well. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the, the Poland uh, game where go and the goal and the grass isn't
4: cut and stuff like that. Uh, Do you that know that one on purpose? Is it that that bit? Is yeah, yeah. You've got to be on purpose, right? <laughs> is it that bit so where even... they're in the
3: like underground bunker? Yeah. that's because it's raining. <laughs> there's about twenty realism. of them raining, Twenty of them it, huddled yeah. into this yeah. underground bus stop while he gives a terrible TikTok. <laughs> the,
4: the whole like sorrys, <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: And there's um, a bit I don't but, know which bit it is uh, where they where he like a press conference and they've got like beers like pints just yeah. on the on the table like as well. <laughs> he's got like some something <laughs> with a straw and he's
1: like, you know, <laughs> yeah, they've got oh. McDonald's and beers.
3: I think it's <laughs> I think that's the thing. It you know when like when Roy Keane walked out of the mm-hmm. nineteen ninety-eight World Cup. I mean that's nineteen ninety-eight for Ireland, everything had moved on by then. But I'm pretty sure that this 1992, 1993 England squad was operating at the same level as that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely. so amateurish. And I think mm-hmm. it's the FA's amateurish or past its sell by date or behind the times. Graham Taylor Everybody in football thinks he's a good bloke. Everybody yeah. respects him for his club work. And he still, after this, ended up doing well with Watford. He went back to Villa. He was alright. Um, but he really ended up a laughing stock because of this. And it as much as he does seem like a good bloke, and I kind of respect him for his like how he kind of sticks up for himself and all that and he took it on the chin he didn't get he didn't start shouting at people really he didn't lose his shit or start being mean to people Um I respect him for that I'm still not convinced he was ever going to be the right man for this job or to take England yeah. to anywhere near glory so as much uh-huh. as I think there's like stuff against him with injuries and all of that kind of stuff I don't think he was good enough either like I think it's a he bit, both. These steps, I think it's a bit he, of both you know,
1: he is. I mean, he's a fantastic club manager because he got what for you know, almost championship manager. Yeah, like, from, from Lincoln, like the fourth the, division.
3: Yeah, from Lincoln. You to know,
1: second, second in in what is the Premier League now? But he was completely out of his depth here. But he doesn't have any support as well as no. That. He doesn't, and that's that's
3: another thing. But he doesn't. I, but he doesn't give the impression from this. I was thinking. How has he ever been any good at club level? Because the stuff he's saying, yeah. like you say, the tactics and, the, and just his kind of, his manner and his weird mm-hmm. way with words like, do I not like eh? that? And can eh? can we not he knock it, giving it, it? And all that kind of stuff. He keeps going, eh, eh, every five minutes. Yeah. Eh, eh, <laughs> <laughs> eh.
4: Are, are you asking Laurie who's down the club in a minute? Or are you asking <laughs> Phil Neal? Phil Neal who, Neil, who just repeats...
3: Like, he just repeat yeah,
4: though it's <laughs> mental it just says the same and they all and they're like all stand up at once and they're like shouting the same thing yeah and, and then as soon as it's comedy I noticed this as well where like you fold his arms and then he folds his arms yeah. And, yeah.
1: Fella, and you're like uh-huh. oh, there's it's no individual it's, it's, it's have you ever seen the film Mike Bassett's England manager it's got Years it's, ago, ago. This is, yeah. it's got it's gotta be based on this hasn't it? Cause that it, it's that is just what it is it's my not watched it for years Hunter.
4: but I've seen bits recently because of watching yes yeah. but absolutely uh-huh. yeah it's got yeah, the same
1: thing isn't it it's definitely the same yeah. thing I know we're talking about Gascoigne there gascoigne has got the best bit in the whole thing I think we're playing against San Marino and it's half time and he walks off and he he, he shouts
3: the ball's shit! I mean <laughs> the balls shit. Didn't the other
2: blame
3: in the ball? <laughs> I I've, this is I felt sorry for Gaza in this because he the basically any any chance of England success rests on Gaza being any good. It and he's so. too too fragile a character to be able to carry the yeah. weight of that. Uh, and he's obviously not in the best shape, not in the best frame of mind. And I felt like this was probably the start. Of unraveling and uh, like. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, it's a shame
4: that it is a real shame, like how he's ended up. And I think the transition between like 1990 World Cup, obviously the tears and like amazing tournament he had. And uh, then obviously you'd hope USA 94, like that might be they can Mm -hmm. better what they did. Yeah. Obviously it all went to shit in this last, (laughs) in the last, (laughs) you know, years between that. But that probably would have been the tournament for him, yeah. Like on a world stage to be like not famous, but like people know of him for like the right reasons, the good things that he did, and like how talented yeah. he was. And then obviously Euro '96, and then then '98. I don't. did he get picked. You didn't get picked. You you didn't didn't get get picked, picked yeah, he smashed up know. them. Spashed yeah. up Glenn Hoddle's right. uh, yeah, office. he did. he did. But
1: you're right. It's 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 interesting that because this would have been. You would think. You know, his World Cup, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because he's you know, reaching his peak of yeah, at against... this point. What are you, yeah. 20,
3: 28, actually... 29, 28
1: maybe, is it this one? 26? Yeah. No, no, younger than that. A lot younger than that. Yeah, maybe he's 26, I think. I think it might be, it might have been 26. Which is mad if but, you I mean, think the, about it. Like,
3: the, he, the thing he's... with
1: the injuries and stuff is, especially in that first Holland game, he's the, the, where that lad elbows him and does him, I mean oh, he, he knows what oh, yeah, he's is doing. Is that it.
4: Frank Frank de Boer or Ronald De Boer?
1: It's one of the it's one of the, is it one of them? Is it I, it, I thought mean, it
3: was yeah. Jan Wouters. Oh, yeah,
4: I think
1: then. it might it might have been <laughs> Jan Wouters. It might have been, but he's done that deliberately, hasn't yes, he? He's probably done oh, he's gone, gone to do him, hasn't 100%. it, hasn't he?
3: 100 percent He's jumped up and elbowed him in the face like to, to hurt. Him, uh-huh. Like there's it's no doubt over. about it. The other bit mm-hmm. of the this is the thing. You do feel a bit sorry for him because the team opt play really shit. <laughs> they, they are <laughs> shit. There's no two ways about it. The clips of the games that you watch, they're awful. Uh-huh. That Norway yeah. team, he's yeah. going. That Norway guy's a proper diver, isn't he? And then he dives again, and they get the free kick. And then uh-huh. he just like they take the free, Quick, kick. free the, kick. The England yeah. team are just like he's the wrong side of him. He's facing the uh-huh. wrong direction. It's he's the half easiest. Asleep, it doesn't yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was the number nine? Is it Fjordov? <laughs>
4: It, I, I thought it was him, but I, yeah, it might have been
3: him. It looked like I'm him. Sure. I I thought it wouldn't have been him, but it did mm-hmm. look like him. But I thought it was a
4: bit later on, maybe like yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought that. Mm-hmm. So
3: I was, I wasn't sure, but it did look a bit like him. Didn't know who. It but, was. This,
4: but you think about the team, like you've got Ince, you've got Gaza, you've got, you know, kind of Pierce, like people, kind of nitty gritty, like when I get stuck in,
2: mm-hmm.
4: um, just doesn't. They don't yeah. do anything. I mean, I
3: think watching it. Des Walker should have been dropped, but I don't know who else was Absolutely. in the squad. Carlton Palmer, Andy Sinton, and haircut. Andy Sinton, and Tony DeRiggo, <laughs> down that left side. I mean, come on, Lee Sharp.
1: Well, had Lee Sharp. But Lee
3: Sharp wasn't playing. Andy Sinton's in the team. Yeah. Tony DeRiggo's playing a left back. Where's Stuart Pierce at that point?
4: I think he, I, I think, think he, he got injuries. Injured. Yeah. Okay. Pierce and Shearer got injured. I
3: think. That's yeah, right. and yeah. I think. If Shearer had been fit, it would have been a different story because, you know, and even he's going, oh, we've got him coming in in place of Ferdinand and you're thinking both of those and Shearer are about two years away from that peak, really. Mm-hmm. So they would have been kind of young and a little bit raw at that point. Um, him a little bit older, I guess. But you think that's it. They've really. got these players that weren't weren't quite there yet. By the time the World Cup come around, probably, like you say, with Gaza, there would have mm-hmm. been... Exactly. Like, wow. If all, if the full-strength full, this, this full strength team in 94 would have been a totally different matter to this half-strength team in the qualifiers, I think, which is... If you want to play, like, the what-ifs,
4: it's I think, quite... the two yeah. It probably would have been a completely different team. Obviously, you would have Gaza in these kind of midfielders, and then Shearer.
3: Yeah, I was saying to Brett earlier on, they keep mentioning Batty. Where the fuck's David Batty? They keep saying, Oh, we can if we move Carlton there, we can bring Batty into defensive midfield. And I'm thinking, Where is he playing? Where is he playing now if he's not in defensive midfield? He's the most there's never been a person that I can't imagine could ever play in any other position than defensive (laughs) midfield. More than David, exactly. Do you know anything
1: about David Batty? Do you know anything about him? Well, he's apparently a nutcase, isn't he? Uh, and nobody he can his, find
3: him. He turned his back on football and he rides uh, super bikes, apparently, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I
4: read. I read something recently about funny um, stories about footballers. Some guy saw him in W H Smith. Did I? Did I send you that, or did you send me that? Well, do I think Where so? he's like making notes out of a book. He's like going. He's like, on his knees, he's Like got a book off the shelf. He's like making notes on his own, like, <laughs> notepad. he doesn't buy the so book. He doesn't need to buy it. <laughs> Apparently he was spotting doing that. was a bit, it's a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, there, was anything,
1: a, but it's funny. there was a story when he was training at Blackburn and there was, there was building work going on around Awood Park. And uh, there, there was this news that I'd found like skeletons and dead bodies and stuff while I had been doing the building work. And this news like was around the training ground while he was training. And they were telling us the body or whatever. And then the look, he had just disappeared from training because he wanted to go and watch the dead bodies.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's apparently a complete recluse in that. Nobody knows where yeah, he is. Yeah, I think
3: he just didn't, wasn't bothered about it, I think. Um, yeah. Well, I think we I should think talk there's...
1: about the Holland game. I, I think that's what well we i think there's one more this. there's
3: one more like thing about the documentary is that the is the press i think well uh, yeah that's that's like, who's
1: ramping everything up on the press the have press got up. it
3: in for them they've already turned them into a turnip after they got knocked out with 1992. like you, there's yeah. no coming back from that is the like from like <laughs> no, the next year so. you've gotta go again and the press have already called you turnip head and and like they've had it in for you like there's no coming back from it a, it's a great... Oh, yeah, tornipede. It's a great... It shines a light on how the tabloid sports press really influences uh, people's opinion and public opinion and adds know, pressure yeah. to the manager, doesn't it? It's, it's insane. It's like... never going
4: to change, is it? It's never going to change at all.
3: No, I mean I, I know I'm semi part of that world, not so much anymore. But these guys, Brian Willner, first so off appeared early on in the documentary. Yeah. Rob Shepard, Rob Shepard, who he just—I don't. That's a very awkward, it's bit an odd bit, isn't Very it, awkward. He's,
1: them, orig- he's originally angry in that because he's in a press conference and he's talking all the all the press and the, the pressure's completely on, and he's kind of. Talking to all the and he's saying, Don't shake your head, don't shake yeah. your head, all of them, all the time. And then yeah, a re- Fair play. yeah, yeah. I mean he's sticking off from stuff, isn't he? But then he, he sort of has this to and through Rob Shepard and stuff like that. And it it's like uncomfortable, isn't it? It's
4: it's just really it's comedy, weird. though, and he's like, Come on, come on, Rob. It is funny. Put a smile on your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like just <laughs> it's it's fair enough because I guess like you're gonna get all kinds of questions, and like I think in Whether I saw a different interview where the press are going to ask you the actual questions about the game, and then you've got other people, looking for story. Uh And yeah, it's a lot to burden, I guess, by Uh what you get. If you're uh, see, if if it it was Sean Dyche, he'd be
1: doing the lucky, like game, wouldn't he, Danny?
2: Ah, (laughs) He'd be
4: doing some jokes, (laughs) just like with his uh, 40 40 a day cigarette hug. did you yeah. see yeah. that he likes to turn it round so on the press yeah yeah, yeah. the lucky he likes like, and he's, he's just, just like, like... <laughs> just
3: bizarre. just yeah. bizarre he's a, a funny character dice. I think I think he seems like a good bloke and I've seen a couple of like bits I guess maybe on football focus or something where he's He's got like all the community. Uh, it seems like Burnley are a very community-driven club and inclusive and stuff like that. And it seems like he plays a big part in it. Like, it must be good to have a not not just a club that's maintained its status in the Premier League for so long, but also seemingly having good people in charge of it. Because we certainly can't say yeah. that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's unfortunate. <laughs> and yeah, it's good because he, you, you know, you're going to be there eight years or whatever he's been there. It's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. um but he's definitely sarcastic in um press, press conferences yeah. for sure yeah. very sarcastic he loves his tunes though, as well he's so he's kind of like some people randomly ask him like oh you've been to a gig not recently obviously but like what music yeah. are you into and, da, 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 and it's kind of down to earth and i kind of i think that's what you need really
3: yeah it's good i think i don't so know about
1: <laughs> Should we get out of the Holland game? Because this is where the pressure is completely on, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, and I read that uh, Graham Tiller had been offered this documentary three times and he turned it down and then he, he eventually sort of accepted it. And he tried to get rid of them halfway through when it was going badly. Yeah. But then he smuggled them in for this game.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: They had that's to wear what, like England tracksuits, right? That's and they right, put the yeah. cameras in like hold alls and stuff and
3: yeah. But so nobody they, allow... nobody other than Graham Taylor, and I guess the England players, knew that this was happening. But now you would never be able to get away with that. But yeah. nobody like the, the journalists didn't know they were being filmed. Where they went no. around the Europe for the games, nobody knew they were filming this documentary. I mean it's it's crazy now because it would be happening live, right? You would be seeing it on social media, yeah. like as it went every day. Like it's crazy exactly. to think that you could get away with nobody knowing that it was happening.
4: But yeah, yeah. they ended up because he think didn't want people making him up as well. Yeah, That's uh-huh. right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. No, I mean, like everybody making him up as well. I think they they said that it was kind of like a on a whim. They were going to try it, and he was like, "All right,
1: yeah."
3: So accent. you hear it's, everything. It's a strange
1: and- relationship, isn't? It? It's a strange thing that he, he originally wanted to get rid of them, and then he smuggled them in. It's it's just weird that I he. I think did it that.
3: seems like he wanted to show this is what being the England manager is like. It's not that it's not all bed of roses, but it ended Which up was very showing, real, right? It, it, yeah. yeah, it ended up showing it that it's probably it's so much worse than anybody probably would imagine. Uh
1: huh. Oh, definitely. So it. it danny did you watch this game is this a game that you can remember the holland one because i can certainly remember it I, I remember I
4: did, like i said I, I did watch it i remember i was staying at my grandma's and uh yeah your I grandma's yeah, watched it that. um yeah i just remember Koeman. i remember Koeman, yeah I, you know, I, the game had everything there was like hitting the pulse there's free kicks and uh uh-huh. obviously there should have been a probably should have been a red card there Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, that, the
1: referee who refereed the game never uh, refereed an international
4: ever after this. He was completely oh, really? done by FIFA. Well, yeah. yeah, they push, like, if you throw and a goal, like, in any game now, you know? If you throw into uh-huh. it to red card, you're done. But well, that's it, yeah. I think he's probably bottled it. He's too nervous to, like, give that card, like, not ruin the game, but yeah. give an advantage to, you know, the opposition or whatever, and uh uh-huh. yeah i and just it, remember kuman and the yeah. free kicks and yeah it was hard the, to watch the, the even, I think even was about 12 or something yeah even the even the Bergham goal which is the second
1: goal he, he controls it with his all so it's like every single incident you know is a mistake but by the referee. seaman
4: as well on the free kick seaman's like awful. shot seaman. yeah he was like you know I've been shot Come on, mate. Like, yeah, he's gonna wall. flick it. He's gonna flick it. He can because yeah. you're already falling over, mate. Like <laughs> That's right to the ground. It's a good yeah. free kick. But yeah, it's a clever free kick. But uh, what are you doing? You're already like yeah. right on your knees. Come on. Yeah,
1: well, well he'd see he would he would later repeat his he's goal clip and exploits forward. Yeah, he, he was good
4: at that, wasn't he? <laughs> he was good at
1: that. Well, I think the best bit is obviously the bits where he's talking to the, the fourth official. And the lines when yeah. he's saying, yeah. you know, you've you've got me the sack here, yeah. and you know it, don't you? Uh, those bits. are uh, well, he it's says, just um, wonderful telly.
3: He says, "Well, I've got that's got me the sack." Uh, yes. Yeah. Please, please pass my best on to uh, your colleague. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a lovely bloke, and he's <laughs> a, a, a fantastic guy. Just... He's like taking the piss, like instead of going for fuck's sake, you cunts. You've fucked yeah. up my career. He's wow. gone, well, you've got me the sack, so thank you very much. And he's yeah. just like, can you... mate.
4: Pats him on the back. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's doing his sarcastic patting of the yeah. fourth official. But even in another documentary, he said that the fourth official, after the game, said, yes, it was a red card. He was like, okay, yeah. respect then, fair enough. Uh-huh. But that doesn't help anything, does it? So.
1: <laughs> no. Not really. Definitely not. Definitely doesn't. And Brett was a, saying a about that
3: commentary, that famous commentary, uh, mm-hmm. Brian Moore going. He's going to flick it. He's going to flick it like. He's going to flick it. Oh, he knew. He, he knew. <laughs> David Seaman's on his ass, and Brian <laughs> Moore knew what was going to happen. <laughs> like,
4: David Seaman was thinking about going fishing, probably. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, fishing from Shilton, up. from Shilton to Seaman, two fucking <laughs> hapless keepers that get beaten by any dead ball. No wonder Taylor was Chris obsessed Woods. with
4: them. Chris Woods in between, Chris Woods, yeah. Tim
3: Flowers, Tim Flowers, like I have
4: to mention that because it's Blackburn in it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, ball, ball jumping over yeah, his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> <good> there.
3: yeah. <laughs> no, that was a
1: good one. That was a good one. But it, this is an amazing, brilliant TV innit?
3: It is. It's really good. Never, I mean, it's you never proper...
1: see it again. I don't think. No, no. I
4: mean you would not. There's some After shocking this suits, suits. Shocking suits, terrible. shocking ties. People's fronts. Like, yeah, like, awful. Like. <laughs> On the bench, there's, like, crotch
3: height, camera angles. <laughs>
4: hey, I don't sure. want to see, like, you know. God, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll never have it It's again.
3: great. Danny, I think you. I think we're going to all get kicked out because we've got 40 minutes because I haven't ever paid for the premium Zoom. So thanks for joining us, mate. Um, no Nice problem. to see you yeah, again. Mind, it's been a long time. Um we'll do something else in the hopefully, future hopefully
4: uh Brett gets some electricity
3: on in the house I know I mean a <laughs> fucking little wee willy winky candle <laughs> that he has going but you know anyway it's, it's
1: someone downstairs <laughs> on a bike <laughs> just pedalling.
3: cheers <laughs> Danny nice to see up. you mate right, cheers thanks for joining right, us cheers mate
1: boys. yeah see you later. too mate
3: see, see you later man bye bye mate right well that was good Danny nice nice fella yes I don't think, lovely I don't guy. think we got the most of his tactical nows but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was good though. He had some good points and stuff like that. He's, he's a good guy, Danny. Yeah, he Top is. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. to
3: have him on. Uh, and now we move on to the quiz section of the podcast and we welcome the lovely Lisa. Hello. Hello. You all right?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. Are you?
3: Yes. Thanks for auditioning the dirt on your hus- despicable husband last week. Despicable?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, somebody had him.
3: Despicable when it comes to matters of the kitchen. No,
0: he's all right, really. He just he has his moments, He used to be called out every now and then. Know, don't we
3: all? Um, so I've set up a quiz called Fam it's called Family Fortunes, I think you might have Fortuna heard of it. family or a family. Um so basically <laughs> I've got uh three questions and you mm-hmm. will go head to head. On trying to get the best, I think it's the best answer. I have to be honest; I kind of forgot what this was when you asked us to do it. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to play for Fortuna Families between Brett Davidson and the lovely Lisa Davidson. And the first question do you is, have a buzzer? You just will take. You can take it in turns. I think. Do you
1: have a buzzer though?
3: I don't have a buzzer. If I, I had it, wouldn't buzzer. it wouldn't do you any good either, would it? So. <laughs> um. <laughs> you always need
1: a buzzer. Question
3: first. Question one. The first question I think you can just shout out ahead of each other. I think that'll be fun. Um Don't question one. Up. We asked in a, a survey asked one person what the best monkey or ape is. Chimp.
0: Planet the Apes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Caesar but, is a good. Day. But, a good day.
3: You've got the top answer. Who did? Lisa? You. No. Chimp. <laughs>
0: what did you say? Chimp. Oh.
3: Um, you said Planet <laughs> my answer was much
0: better.
3: <laughs> was slightly... Your answer was much better. It oh, was, but it doesn't, doesn't fit the bill for what I was Who did you time.
0: ask? Who did you ask this question? Because no, if you'd <laughs> asked me in the survey, I would have said Planet of Day. What the. Have best, you a survey? What
3: the best monkey is. The yeah. Answer can't be the ifs, yeah. I said i asked ask one person.
1: <laughs> no, Gene. I'd ask you to go around the streets of Dubai and ask the
3: person. Resident. I asked one person, and the top answer was actually young chimp, but I'll give you it. Young chimp. <laughs>
1: yeah. did, did this young chimp have
3: any clothes on? No, obviously not, not at all. Check-o- Maybe a nap. Um you only young, so you doesn't need them yet. So, Brett, you got the top answer. Would you like to play on, or would you like to pass it over?
1: I think I'd like to pass it over to my lovely wife. Okay, I've you.
3: only got three answers in each of these. So, Lisa, uh-huh. you've got you've you've got number two and three to get. Okay. What did they, are the best? Did you monkey... ask Jane? Is that what you're saying? No, I asked myself. I, I asked Jane. Myself. Is it
0: all about monkeys?
3: No, we're still on question one. This one's all about oh. monkeys. Oh, What is the best <laughs> monkey or ape? And the, the number one is a young chimp you're looking for. What might be number two or number three? A gorilla. <laughs> um, yes, a big gorilla is number three.
1: A big gorilla?
3: Yep. So you've got
1: you've Why, just
0: got why asking
1: questions just about No, monkeys. Number
0: th- is it number is 3 because it's the top 3 answers of the monkeys is the first question. I know uh-huh.
1: but have ever seen family <laughs> fortune?
0: I don't think you have. It's It's not it's not the usual format but like hey, It is. Shall I give the meat it is it exactly, exactly the format?
3: it's It's
1: not not like what you do is you ask you've got five questions you say name something that is furry and brown you ask five questions like that and lisa is taken to a booth
3: you're talking about the final round of family fortunes this is the beginning well i expected we were in the family
2: do you want number three
0: monkey
3: you need number two, but Lisa, would you like to guess it yourself or would you like to pass it over to your husband? Oh, well, I'll guess. Okay. What you don't, don't guess I, I think that's a bad choice.
0: Why? <laughs> I've got gorilla.
3: Okay, okay. go on then. Orange Now, tang. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the orange was uh I think <laughs>
0: bobbed, probably.
3: Fourth. I think it was probably fourth. So uh, uh, you're out, Brett? Would you like to have a hazard a guess?
1: I'd, I would like to uh, hazard a guess. Um,
3: baboon. No, fifth. Um, it's Meca- the <laughs> ben- <laughs> lying. Guys. It's the bonobos, bonobo ones. Nobody oh, has said that. With the
0: nose. With the nose on them.
3: They're the ones that like to have oral sex with each other for pleasure.
1: And that's why you've picked it?
3: The survey picked it, not just me. <laughs>
0: Monkey
1: pervs Your survey would never say that And Les Dennis would never include Monkeys having oral sex Maybe that's why
3: Les Dennis isn't on the telly anymore (laughs) (laughs) Right Question two We asked one person What the best flavour soup is What's your answers Tomato it's there, but it's not the top answer. See, I do know how it goes. Lisa? Vegetable. You've got it in one. The best flavour is vegetable. Brett, your answer was number two. Now, nice. Lisa, you've got a choice. Do you want to guess number three? I've put four in this list, actually. I'm, I'm
0: going to pass. I'm going to okay, pass. Okay,
3: Brett. I'm I'm going to say minestrone. No. Nah. <laughs> I, want, I want
0: me turn back.
3: <laughs> you can have your turn back, yes. I
1: need to unpass. Pee and ham.
3: Oh. <laughs> Didn't even enter uh, me mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tony?
3: No, that's awful. Nobody knows what that is. What is it? Oxtail. Oxtail. Fucking hell, there's definitely better ones than this, isn't there?
1: No. That's soup. Maybe. They're, they're the only types
3: of soup. I've put carrot. It
2: only? Carrot lentil. was the
3: answer. Ooh, lentil. No, in carrot. fact, all, all there's all of these flavors that I didn't even think about. So, carrot number three.
0: Carrot.
3: What yeah. is?
1: I don't know who you've been asking. I put right, carrot right. slash pumpkin. Pumpkin <laughs> soup. This this is more like a delve into the mind into your mind. Well, the fourth
3: thing then. on this list says mushroom is the worst. The third and final question. Who was the best CBBC broom cupboard man?
0: Philip Schofield.
3: Correct, the top answer. Well done, Lisa.
0: Everybody loves the grey fox. Mm
3: -hmm. Not, he was brown-haired then, but I suspect it was dyed. I think he was a premature grey. He's under a lot of stress. (laughs) Maybe. He was, well, he was hiding. I'm trying to think of it.
1: CBBC
3: present oh. He said, would you like to considering idea. it sounds like he doesn't know them, would you like to take this or pass it on? Gordon, Gordon the
1: gopher. Not a man he a didn't present it not Presented. He he was
0: just
3: Co-presenter
1: at best. Um I'm gonna say that I don't know.
0: Dr. Range.
2: <laughs> who's Doctor Range?
3: <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> what what you've been watching?
0: <laughs> CBBC in the cupboard.
1: <laughs> what about, um, who was that woman?
3: <laughs> it's a man. The question is, what's the best man? Man? Man.
1: It's got to be a man.
3: Who was the best broom-covered man?
1: Um, I, I
3: don't know, Philip Schofield. Pass. Pat up No, boy. he wasn't. Yeah, idiot. Do so you like us to reveal the answers? Go Come on, on then. then. That was rubbish. Third is... The warlock Andy Peters.
1: Oh, yeah. He's I remember third. Andy Peters. Yeah. No. He's a very strange no. man, Him, isn't he? That's why he's third. He's right. good
0: for a competition.
1: He, that's all he does. Competitions on this morning, doesn't he?
0: He's bulked right out. Has he? Beefed mm. up. He's massive. It's
1: probably he wears these
3: t shirts with really short sleeves that show off his, his arms a lot. His was, uh, was he with the duck? He was with Ed the duck, yeah. Ed uh, the duck, yeah. about
2: Roland Ratt?
3: Roland, second rat? then? Roland Rats, not, not not a man and not ever in the broom cupboard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Number but it's two.
0: Roland, he's obviously a, a boy.
3: He's a male rat, but I don't <laughs> class that he's, as a he's man. Had
1: a, he's had an encounter with the ooze, hasn't he? <laughs> he has had the I'd
2: ooze, yeah. <laughs>
3: Refense. <laughs> 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 Number two was the blonde presenter Andy Crane. He must remember that man.
1: I remember, Andy yeah, Crane. I remember. I, I do. I had his image in me mind. I think he
3: was Crane. with the duck as well.
1: Was he? I couldn't remember his name. So yeah, don't know him. Anyway, the final.
3: I think we can agree that that was an entirely successful quiz, and everybody really enjoyed no. it. That's it, yeah. Well,
1: thank we, you. Well oh, done. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I was expecting to go to, through to some kind of final. I forgot that
3: about one. the final <laughs> bit. There's
2: no final? <laughs> <laughs> We're all winners. We're all left
3: down. We're all winners. We are all we are all winners we did not make it like England in the 1992-1994 <laughs> qualifiers.
0: Well, I'm going to storm off. Okay. okay, thanks
3: very much. Goodbye. Thanks, Lisa. Sure. Enjoy your vat of wine. Bye.
0: Vat?
1: He's <laughs> just said you had a vat of wine. A it's just a little glass. just a little
3: glass. <laughs> I know, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm definitely well, pissed and I'm she's very... not, So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was very disappointed that you, you didn't uh, read me minds and get what I actually wanted to do. I forgot about do, the final
3: people. round, to be honest. I think you. Yeah, um, now reading your message back, I was confused about how you had laid out your request. And now I get what <laughs> I meant. But, uh,
1: right. I'm but still, Enjoyable. All the same.
3: Okay, well, that's good. And we can all agree that the young chimp is the best monkey or ape The young chimp? Yeah, well, the young ones are obviously better, aren't they?
1: Just any uh, chimp with clothes on is, is good, I think. They are better than young chimps.
2: Mm,
3: so if you've got a, a I know, chimpanzee I don't know dressed if as I, a sailor, I don't know if I condone it as much as I would like to.
1: You do? You've condoned it in other podcasts, he said. No, I'm trying you, to, you to, be one to be dressed as a butler. I'm
3: and that would be a that would be a chimp that would be a macaque.
1: <laughs> that's not what you said before. You said that you wanted a little tiny chimp in heaven dressed as a butler. <laughs> in heaven
3: though. Yeah. No, <laughs> well that's all right. No, I'm all right. in heaven. Um no. right? So that was a quiz I think didn't work but never mind. And um <laughs> nice to see Lisa of course. It never work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the pattern. Um, but yeah, we've got so. some really nice music, haven't we? So uh, before we, we do, go, indeed. let's say um, bye to everyone. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Danny for coming on. Really enjoyed it. Nice to see you, mate. Yes. It's been a long time, and uh, I'm sure we'll do it again. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Follow us at FCircusPod on Twitter, where there's a bit of band around that you can uh, join the Facebook group, which is the name of the podcast. And please do like and subscribe and comment and rate and all of that kind of stuff, wherever you listen to our podcast. And uh, we will see you next week. Brett, any final words? Yeah. No, you're not dying. I hope. I mean, just for the podcast. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you, you, that, I, is that I, I can't sentence? be sure, but, um, The
1: final words are that I'm missing Sunderland against Lincoln for this nonsense.
3: I know. Well, we've played uh, two midfielders in the back four, so I think you... Oh, well, that's nice. Luke O'Neill at Uh centre-half. Brilliant. So... uh, We're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win against the top of the league, Lincoln. So, um, (laughs) yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is music from New York, singer-songwriter, who is a bit folky, but this new song bit more dream pop uh yeah. quite like it Gracie Martin and the song is dreams right. die it's very good mm-hmm. very much like it I'm very pleased we've got this on so is very good until next week and more nonsense have a great week everyone goodbye goodbye, goodbye. okay goodbye goodbye, goodbye.
2: You will tape it to the wall like I was 13 Writing the fanfic, making it perfect Waking up for school, just to go back to sleep